You want to talk about football, fine. You don't, then you go somewhere else. Get ready, get ready. I'm sick and tired of all this bullshit. Y'all are not playing. Most of the don't even know how to play football, all right? Go, no urgency. Here we go. Welcome to the ST Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Carlos and Chad. You've got to be the dumbest team in America. They are who we thought they were. And we let them out the hook. Welcome to the ST Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Chad. I'm Carlos. And, and I'm a guest host. Yeah, we got one. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, like, like, so, sorry, one. We didn't coordinate that a little bit better. This yeah. is a last second thing. So. I was like, pause, pause, pause. <laughs> He's there. Damn straight. Uh, What's going on, one? What's going on, man? How y'all doing out there in so, Florida? What are you What are you drinking? Who me? Yeah, a Snapple. Uh, no, I'm I'm actually drinking a. Uh, some excellent H2O. Nice. <laughs> oh, the water boy. Lovely vintage. What are you drinking, Chad? I oh, I'm JW. Uh, I don't know. You I got I got to get the bottle. I got to get the bottle. Hold on. <laughs> and and while we have this dead air, I'm drinking Baker's 7, which is a 107 proof single barrel. Mm-hmm. So some good stuff. Juan, you're probably going to say they used to have that in the well in the bar that I used to work at. They changed their bottle. It's a different no. recipe. It's a different this this single barrel is from 02 2012. It was bottled at eight years and eight months. Mm. Sounds lovely. I mean, nothing Bakers like the classic stuff that you have. I get classic. Bakers shit. is good. I was always a uh, a fan of Booker's though. You can't he'll hold the Booker's. Fucking assholes. Hey, somebody can in in just outside of Atlanta. Um, Who wants to go to that shithole? <laughs> It's good for passing through. No, it's not even good for Juan. You would so hold on. What are you drinking? And then we'll talk that about it. Right, I'm drinking I W Harper, uh-huh. uh, 15 year Kentucky bourbon. Gracias, uh, poor my hermano uh, Christopher in uh, Milwaukee. I uh, got that for my birthday. I appreciate that. And this is for our bilingual listeners. Yeah, I, I felt like that was not too bad. Uh, no, no, it was. It was good. It was good. I mean, better than Juan speaks Spanish. Um, <laughs> So, Juan, would you, would you like to share a story or anything about driving through past Atlanta? Yes. Um, I was taking my son back to his base and literally st- at 8, eight o'clock at night, 9 o'clock at night, I'm stuck in two hours of traffic. That's how much a shithole Atlanta is. That I am south of Atlanta and I'm in, stuck in two-hour traffic out there. And what day was, of the week was this? This was uh, late. Was it, it was a late Friday night? I thought it was a Sunday because I thought you were trying to get home. No, no. The game. Yes, it was home. Yeah, it was a Sunday night. Mm-hmm. You were trying to get home for the oh, game and you missed part of the game. Yes. Yes. It's fucking Sunday. You man. know what it was? It was the lines at Chick-fil-A. Oh, wait, they're not open on Sundays. I was going to say, those bastards don't, don't serve but chicken. But yet there's a Chick-fil-A in their fucking stadium for football. I don't understand that yes. shit. Whatever. I'm going to let that lie. Oh, no, no. I have a problem with it's, that. It's fucking ridiculous. One, it's football. So, you know. I, look, I'm not saying I want Chick-fil-A while I'm watching football. That's not what I'm saying at all. I do. But if you're going to a stadium and they have a Chick-fil-A, I should be able to eat the motherfucking Chick-fil-A. That's it's guaranteed just to piss people off. Oh, okay, and, and then we'll go one step further. And I'm sorry. So everybody's like, "Oh, they close on Sundays for religious reasons." 
No, that's the narrative that they turned this bullshit into, right? <laughs> it actually came to be that they closed on Sundays because it was back in the day, it was the slowest day for a restaurant. And that's why they picked Sunday. It had nothing to do with religion. But these people make it into a fucking religious thing. And uh, hey, it does one good thing really well, though. Every time I want Chick-fil-A now, it's guaranteed it's Sunday. It's the only day there's no fucking line there. And you can't ever get it. Juan, Juan, conversely, will stand in line on Sunday, so he's there first thing on Monday. I don't like it that much. Oh. No, no, not me. Okay. No, Juan prefers will... Raising Cane. <laughs> is, this actually, is this factually correct? I haven't had Raising Cane yet, Juan. His daughter works No, Raising, Raising Cane. Cane. Yeah, Raising Cane is just as horrible, but... <laughs> I just don't get I just don't get the people waiting in line for like, you know, 30 minutes for for chicken, for chicken tenders. I don't so, get it. So apparently, okay, so apparently going to raising cane and ordering fresh fries or fresh chicken fingers, they're going to spit in your food. What, really? Juan? Yes. <laughs> his oh. his daughter works yeah. at Raising Cane. So go ahead, go ahead. Note self. Yeah, and if, they if only you... toast the bread on one side. But you can ask for it to be toasted on both sides, and they'll curse you out. They hate you. They hate they you will. for doing their job. They hate me. I just wanted. Sorry, I want. I cut you off. I, I cut you off yes. when we were talking about raising cane. Sorry, go ahead. And, and if you really want to screw with them, okay, order your chicken, your chicken tenders with no breading. That you will completely break down the system. <laughs> I mean these. These little nerdy kids wouldn't know what the hell to do. Uh, it is my it is my goal in life to go over there and just completely screw up their whole system. Juan and I are plotting our, our, our ordering when we go to Raising Cane when his daughter's there because, you know, we got to embarrass her, right? <laughs> but can, can Haven really be embarrassed? I don't know if she can. No, no, she can't. <laughs> I think we're going to work hard to do it, but it's not going to work. Uh, all right. So we're here for a uh, Dynasty Fantasy Football podcast, <laughs> not a Chick-fil-A Raising Cane <laughs> battle, right? Battle. Battle Royale. <laughs> so obviously, big week on injuries, right? I mean, uh, pro- probably one of the worst weeks we've had in a while, right? Yeah. Um. So normally we talk Dynasty. We're going to talk Dynasty, but there's something I got to talk to you guys about. And I want to know you guys' opinion. And I'm sure you're not going to agree with me, especially one. So I did a trade today in my redraft league. Okay, redraft. Redraft league. So redraft okay. here. Okay, okay. I'm one in four, mm-hmm. right? But yep. I'm not ready to give up on my team. Right. Last week, I started Jameis, right? And I have Daniel Jones on the bench. Had I started Daniel Jones, I would have won. Okay. This week, I started <laughs> Daniel Jones and I had Jameis on the bench. Had I started Jameis, I would have won. Yeah. Okay. My team is uh, Ezekiel Elliott. Team's name is Zeke is a bust. Yeah. Austin Eckler. Mm-hmm. Eckler's the number two running back in fantasy right now. My wide receivers are Terry McLaren, McLaurin, and uh, Jamar Chase. Okay. Okay. Nice. Uh, my flex is Chris Carson. Yeah. Okay. Well, I wanted Jefferson, but he went to pick right before me on an auto pick, so I ended up with Chris Carson. Not, not, I'm not upset about that, right? On the bench, I have Michael Thomas, who is obviously injured. Um, and in a couple of other players, right? A guy offered me Debo Samuels for Austin Eckler. 
I said no to that because I'm not ready to give up on my season. And to me, that's giving up on the season. Yeah, no. Yes. Okay. So I countered, and this is where I think you guys may disagree with me. I count, He's like, well, what about James Conner? He's like, are you willing to trade James Conner? So I did James Conner and Daniel Jones for Matthew Stafford, who's the number seven ranked quarterback in fantasy. So, so hold on. So you're getting rid of James Conner and Daniel Jones? And I'm getting Stafford back. I don't hate it. I mean, so now I'm I'm guessing that you're looking at Stafford more as a set it and forget it. Yes. Yeah. Unless for a bye week. And then, I right. sub Jameis on my team, and we'll see, right? He could come out of the bye and blow up. I don't think that'll happen, but whatever. I don't hate that trade. I don't hate that trade at all. Juan? I, I don't hate that trade either, but I will say this. I think that that Rams team is about to start to level off. Offensively, that's my concern. But was I going to start James Conner? Is there a scenario where I'm starting James? I drafted him because I didn't think Chase Edmonds would do much this year. Well, obviously, I was wrong on that one. Uh, but Conner's still getting his points. I think now's the time to trade Conner, right? He, he's gotten uh, some good touchdown end zone work. That's gonna uh, reverse back to the mean, right? He's gonna level out on that, like mm-hmm. we're talking about with the Rams, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think now's a great time to trade Connor. And I think, you know, you for a position that you're struggling at, I don't feel like you give up much um to fill that spot. So yeah, I think that's a good trade. Yeah, no. Okay. Just thought I would I would ask the question. Um when I sent the trade offer, he's like, Wow, interesting. And I called him up and I'm like, Did you think I was gonna make you some bullshit offer? I mean, he is in the same league with Dan, so you know, uh and other people. Uh <laughs> and I'm like I, I don't know if it's a fair trade, but you know, right. I don't like the Debo Elliott no. or, or, or Eckler one. So I'm like, you know, he's like, well, let me think about it. And then he accepted it. He's like, I just wasn't thinking quarterback, but to me to ask for, you know, James Conner for Stafford, that doesn't make sense. Right. No. But Daniel mm-hmm. Jones on there kind of makes up a little bit. And technically if we're looking at points, it probably, I gave up a little bit more, but I don't think that I really did. Not, so. if, you, not if you're not starting Conner. I'm not because yeah. like this week, my bench consists of this past week because Carson was hurt. Who was my flex? Yeah. I put in Jacoby Myers. How's how's he been doing this year? He can kiss my ass. Uh, <laughs> he's been doing well until I started him. But in two weeks, Michael Thomas will be back. And my starting receivers are going to be McLaurin. Um, uh, Chase and Michael Thomas. Yeah. So I'm starting Michael Thomas or Chase at my flex. Not a bad situation to be in. Yeah. Now, again, I'm one and four. And obviously the number one team is four and one. So I'm three games out of number one, four, five weeks into the season. I think I can make that up if this team can, can get a couple of wins go to go, you know, going forward. So anyway, want to get your opinion on that. So now to the regular scheduled podcast. Uh, Saquon Barkley hurt again. Son of a bitch. Sorry. Sorry, that just came out. Thoughts on Booker. I know you were a fan of Booker a couple years ago in Denver, so... And Uh, and I'm sorry, Juan, you can't see me, but I'm pointing at Chad. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm I'm excited 
as much as you can be about Booker in this situation. I think he's going to be a great fill-in. But Gallman did very well filling in for uh, Barkley last year. Yeah. I mean, well, we can argue about that a little bit. But I think Booker— We could argue, but you would be wrong. (laughs) Gallman's not in town anymore. Um, Booker, I think they like him because of his size. Um, He looked good enough as a fill-in for Barkley. Um, I was kind of hoping that, oh, what's his name? The rookie, Gary, Gary Brighthouse. Gary, who am I talking about? I don't know. Gary Kubiak? Not Gary Kubiak. Well, we're looking this up. Juan, what's your, what are your thoughts? Um, I think, I think you'll be a good filler. I mean, how long is Saquon Barkley going to be out? About, we don't, about we don't four know. to six weeks? Well, I mean, any other – did you see his ankle? I mean, did you see that ankle? Yes. Oh, I don't Jesus. know. I mean, it, I mean, Randy, chime in. A, if you, Randy, if you listen to this, I'm sure you'll text us and let us know. But that didn't look good. But at the same time, they said it was a low ankle sprain, and he's listed as doubtful. So could be two weeks, could be six months. Who knows with him? I mean, if you look at that, if you look at that video again of of his ankle, it had a pulse. Okay, <laughs> that's how bad it looked. Gary Brightwell, Brighthouse, Brightwell. I was close. Brightwell, son of a bitch. <laughs> I, I've never met his mother, so I don't know. Uh, so, okay, so sorry, Juan. So you're saying you think he's going to be out for a fair amount of time? Oh yeah. Okay, so that yeah, being oh, said, definitely. is Devontae Booker a guy you're targeting, you're looking at? What, what are your thoughts? Um, I mean, I don't think Devontae Booker gets you the, the, the level skill set that Saquon does, but it'll be a good feeling if you're out. If you're if your other running backs are on buys yep. or they're they're injured, yeah, it's a good feeling. But I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't be buying on it right now. Okay, not that I'm ever going to be coaching the NFL, but why does it matter if they're buy? I don't understand. It doesn't. Okay. It doesn't. We're, we're in the 21st century. It's okay. fine. Okay. Um, Just checking. So so I'm I'm with Juan though, but I also think that look for schedule coming up. It's right? not a it's not a favorable schedule. They got the Rams. They got Carolina, then they got the Chiefs uh, for the next three weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he he got you twenty points as a fill-in for this week. Mm-hmm. I think if you're going half that, right, you're going to be good. And for a flex play, if you can get him off the off waivers, I think that's that's not bad. Okay, so to to continue on with the Giants because they got a lot they, of people hurt. Pardon my French, but they got fucked this week. <laughs> yeah, they did. Um, Daniel Jones. Uh, concussion looked bad. Yeah. Looked even worse that the Dallas players was the one helping him to not fall rather than the Giants players. But that's one of the story. This isn't draft day. Uh, <laughs> but does it concern you with Glennon being, let, let's say Glennon is the starting quarterback this week. Does it concern you with Booker? No, not with Booker. I think they're going to rely more on the run. Okay. Um, the only thing that I'm I am interested in is how many receptions out of the backfield is he going to get? Okay. Um, given their with limited... Glennon, it could be zero. He might he might go zero for twenty. But well, he might. This is actually this is true. But I want to say when Glennon was in Chicago, this is when Tariq Cohen kind of took off, and so I think he looks to the running backs a little more often than anybody else. 
I also was quite impressed with Kadarius Tony and how he's on my list. Oh man. I, I mean, I was watching that game and it was every play, just throw it to him. Let us see what he can do all the way down the field. It was beautiful. Yeah. Of course he got hurt, but, um, so we'll see. And then what? Yeah. Evan Ingram. Did That's, he get hurt or did he get ejected? Yes. <laughs> I think he got ejected. The answer is yes. So uh, Juan, what are your thoughts on the Daniel Jones thing? With, um, with Booker in, in relation to Booker, yeah, I mean, I don't trust Glennon to bring you any value at the quarterback position. Um, he'll probably be this week. He'll probably be like thirty out of thirty-two quarterbacks. Um, so I would be jumping more on Booker this week than I would Glennon okay. or any wide receiver. Okay, so now moving on to Gatarius Tony. Gatarius mm-hmm. Tony had his best game yet. I we didn't I didn't talk much about Tony last week because I was still a little pissed at the fact that he did shit to my Saints, but that's one other story. That's one other podcast. Um, but Kadarius Tony's looking really good as a rookie. Now I'm starting to understand why he was drafted in the first round by the Giants. Had 20 points or so after the injury to yep. to Daniel Jones. So it's something someone that Glennon looked at quite a bit, but Tony's also seemed to be a guy who can take a five yard out or five yard slant and turn it into a 20, 30 yard play very quickly. Yeah. I mean, and that's what they were using him for. Yeah. Right. I mean, it was, it was yeah. little of those wide receiver screens, bubble screens, hit him quick and then see what he can do. And I mean, yeah, the dude had what? 10 receptions um, th- that game for 189 yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was impressive. So am I looking? And I, wanted to, and I want to say most of that came after Daniel Jones went out, but also Galladay went out in this game as well. Yeah, and you're already missing Sterling Shepard. I mean, but Shepard I think up. is supposed to be back this week. Yeah, I think I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, keep an eye on uh, waiver reports or whatever. Yeah, my understanding is uh, Shepard should be back this week. Okay. Now, in any of this, does Ingram elevate in your in your in your thought process? Juan, what do you got? Um, I would say with Glennon and with Glennon being at the helm, I would say yes because he's that that safety net uh, p- player for him uh, for any quarterback, you know, backup quarterback. But again, I mean, how consi- inconsistent has mm-hmm. he been in the last year and a half? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's. Well, but but what does I it mean, tell you? Okay, now not we know the world is fucked up right now, right? And we know the NFL is backwards. But what does it say that the Giants have all these injuries and Ingram isn't one of them? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, it's it, it, I would say it's because he's he's turned into a blocking tight end. He's no, he's not a threat. He was his rookie year in his like first half of his second season. So what you're saying you know, is 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 that when I traded with him, I got shafted in that trade i don't know who you, who you traded with to get him but yes you got shafted on that one because he is <laughs> so someone traded me garbage is what you're telling me yes okay you got you got a a bad set of goods there okay just just what that to... someone foresaw how bad it was going to get just 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 throwing that out there that that someone took advantage of me on a trade i'm, th- I'm thinking this is between you guys no, so I didn't draft him. I had a trade for him. Ah. So last three games, because he was hurt for the first two, Ingram. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
two, he, six targets, mm-hmm. six targets. Then when they have nobody, mm-hmm. four targets. Okay. Like, isn't that when they're going to freaking use him? But again, Glennon coming in on a, it, it, it was really, that was a fucked up game. You lost your start, your, your, your starting quarterback, your number one running back and your number one receiver. Yeah. In the same game. And yeah. not only in the same game, in the same fucking quarter. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's not good. Yes. It was it was a bad game. It really was. The fact that the that the Cowboys only won by 20 is fucking amazing, right? I mean <laughs> uh I don't know. I, I, I think that there is it's it's one of those wait and see. So uh, to me, Booker, I think he's a if, if he's available out there, you should go after him, right? I mean, you need to go after him. Um, I'm not looking to start him, but I want to wait and see because if this turns into a Saquon misses six weeks, bye weeks coming, flexes. I don't know. I think it's it's not a bad not a bad not a bad way to go. So, yeah. which would you guys rather have? Would you rather have Tony or uh, Booker for the next three weeks? Tony. Easy. Tony. Yeah, I'm. I, I think I'm in the same boat. So did we just say Tony, Tony, Tony? T-O-N-Y, T-O-N-I. Okay, no singing. <laughs> this is in the 90s. Slash E. And Juan only sings if it's Debbie Deb, so. Nice. <laughs> All right, Juju, hurt. Oh. Gone for the next four months. Done for the season. Done for the season. So who benefits? Claypool? Washington? Johnson? Fairbeth? Fair, whatever his name is? Yeah. Uh, Najee Harris, who benefits from the Juju injury? I don't know. I mean, this Steelers team's kind of been a, an enigma this year, right? Like they went back two years ago. Um, it's not. It's not been they looking don't have good. A line. I mean, well, that, that, you well, said you said it in the offseason, right? Your concern with Najee Harris was his offensive line, and, he, and he's still producing. So, not as a running back, though. Well, granted, I mean, fantasy's fantasy. I could give a rat's ass where I get my points from, right? I mean, right. You know, uh, Zeke is. Whatever. But <laughs> if I get 120 yards with him in receiving and only five yards rushing, I don't care. The points are the points, right? right. Now, but Najee is not doing it running. He's doing it receiving. Yeah, which, I mean, dude. Which I, is one of the reasons that made him very appealing. Show it to me. Yeah, I love it. I love it. But um, as far as, like, the pass catchers, I mean, I mean, Deontay Johnson maybe gets a slight uptick, but he's going to get you 16 receptions for, like, 20 yards. Like, it doesn't matter. Okay. One, I would think Claypool would be the um, most beneficial of this, but I mean, like like I, we talked last week. I mean, I'm just not confident with this with this team at all. Yeah, there's nothing I want on this team. Okay, so from a dynasty perspective, okay, we've talked about the Giants and we've talked about now Pittsburgh a little bit, right? In a dynasty perspective, which offense do you like better over the next Ooh. two to three years? Or maybe let's go four years. Let's go let's go three to four years. Of these players that we're talking about, Kadarius Tony, Claypool, Najee Harris, Shepard, Ingram, all of these, Barkley, who do you like better in that time frame over the next let's say, let's say two to four years? Juan? I would say Pittsburgh. Um, only because I know that this is Ben's last year and I'm more comfortable with whoever they get coming in next year, whether it be, whether it be, uh, 
Rodgers as they're saying is uh, is a possibility of coming up that. there. I, I don't I don't see that. Um, or and he, but they've already come out and said that he doesn't want a, a, a rookie quarterback, so veteran. That's why I say I'm I'm still not comfortable with Jones so over in New York. So what you're telling me then is Fitzpatrick is going to be the starting quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers next year. You know, I actually had that thought <laughs> on the way over here. I was like, you know, if they're just going for somebody, Fitz Magic's going to be in the market again. I, I mean, he. I mean, the, for the, one the, year, yeah. The Steelers yeah. are one of like five teams in the NFL he hasn't played for, right? I mean, this is true. And could you imagine how much fun that would be to watch? Okay, would it be the resurgence of the fun and gun offense? A running gun offense, whatever the fuck it was called. Uh, it would be fun. I don't know. I don't know how much gun. But yeah, I I don't I would like to watch it. I, I would I would be rooting for uh Fitzpatrick to uh the steel steel uh curtain. Okay, so Juan, you're leaning more on the Pittsburgh Steelers side of this, Chad? Yes. I mean I when I look at all the pieces together, I, I agree with Juan. Uh-huh. But it's going to be dependent on that quarterback situation, right? If they don't, let's just say they downgrade. I mean, and Big Ben to me is a top sixteen quarterback, top half of the league uh, in a good year. Okay. Right? This is a little bit off year. He's been having these slow starts as of late. Uh-huh. Um, but if you get somebody that can at least produce at that caliber, uh, I like that. Odds are that's probably not going to happen for another two years. Okay. Just, just odds. So with that in mind, I could make an argument for, you know, the core of now Kadarius Tony, prov- provided he continues on the streak that he of just course. started. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Sterling Shepard's looked really good when healthy. That's Kenny cool. Do- Galladay, you know I love him Yeah, uh, going forward. And, and they have one of the best backs in the league if he could just stay healthy. Okay. So, so there's a lot of ifs there, right? Right, right, right. right. So, okay, Najee Harris or Saquon Barkley? Right now? No, over the next two to two to four years. Well, yeah, but so I have to, for me to base that, I have to look at performance up to this point in time. Mm-hmm. And Saquon's been injured most of this time. So, I mean, you're making a decision. I'm making you a trade offer where I'm giving you either Najee Harris or Saquon Barkley for a fifth-round pick. Which one are you taking? Right. I, I I mean, I hate to say it, but right now I'm going Najee. I Juan? mean, he's doing this with a terrible yeah. offensive line. Juan? Yeah, I agree with that. I'd go with Harris. Okay. Kadarius, yes. Kadarius Tony, or Chase Claypool? Oh, see, this this is recency bias, and it's like prime, man. That's why I like asking these questions. Ah, I don't like this question. Because <laughs> like, right now I'm like, oh, it's Kadarius Tony all the way. Um yeah, I gotta go, Tony, because draft capital and what he just did. Ah, I don't like saying it though. One, I I would say Tony, only because I think Tony has the ability to become a he's he's a number one in the waiting, and I don't think Claypool is that right now. Yeah, Claypool is a number I dis- two. I disagree with you guys. Okay. I don't I don't think Kadarius Tony. Old school. To me, Kadarius Tony is more of an Alvin Harper than he is a Michael Irvin. Holy shit. You're going way back. No, no, but that that's on look, I'm not saying he doesn't have talent, right? I'm not yeah. saying he's a product of the system and, and I'm gonna go Saints here. He's no Robert Meacham, okay? Wow. But I just don't know that he's a number one. And I could be wrong, but I watch him play and he's just a 
I, I think he needs that other person on the other side. He, it, it, he, his, his talent doesn't work if he's double covered. Well, and, and so I think we're going to see that this week, right? Because uh-huh. everybody just saw what we all just saw, where he got 10 receptions and was, was but, their offense. But he did it the week before, yeah. right? He takes a five-yard whatever and turns it into a 20-yard what the fuck? It just happened. Right, but can you, can you be a number one and that's all you get? And that's what I'm saying. That's why I don't see him as a number one. Yeah. Again, I, I could be wrong. I'm not, I'm not saying anybody's I wrong here. Wrong. Like, these are all great My history points. with wide receivers isn't that fucking great. <laughs> I have pretty good I, mean, I did trade away Cooper Cup for what was pointed out to me this week for peanuts and beans. Okay? Thank you, fucking Randy. Uh, but It's true. <laughs> so, obviously, I don't have a good track record on wide receivers, but I just don't see him as a number one. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I'm I'm optimistic. Uh, given and see, like I said, you, you got that first round draft talent showing out at least a little bit in uh, the first year. Mm-hmm. That gives me hope. The lot of lot of season left to play. Um, but I, I mean, Claypool did it his what last year too. As he had those games that were insane. So he's but, capable of it. But but my issue, when, and I'm gonna use the word issue, and it's not an issue. We talked about this in the off season. Mm-hmm. My concern with Claypool. His, at least three or four of his touchdowns, the dude was wide open 50 yards downfield. Right. How the fuck does that mm-hmm. happen in the NFL? And obviously that's going to pad some fucking numbers, but at, again, at the end of the day in fantasy football, that, that, that's all we care about is the numbers. Right. But can you count on the receiver being open 50 yards downfield, wide open? No. <laughs> no. Week in and week out. No, you can't. <laughs> but you can't, yet it happened, right? That. It happened with Pittsburgh last year. Yeah, I mean, yes. I think, and, and I mean, they started what like eleven and zero, and ever since then they're like two and fifteen. Yeah. Okay. So so hold on. So you're are you on Claypool side? This is I'm just, I'm just playing devil's advocate. No, 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 no. No, I offer I offer you same thing. Fifth round pick, uh, Claypool or Tony? Who are you taking? Only because I don't think the Giants are done with Daniel Jones. Yeah, I take Kadarius Tony. Right, so because I also they just signed Galladay, so Galladay is the number one to Kadarius Tony's being the, the second receiver there, right? Which is what I think will work in a Pittsburgh situation. One could argue that Deontay Johnson is going to be the number one, and Claypool will be the number two. But you bring in another quarterback in the issue, and as much as they may say they don't want a rookie quarterback, they're going to end up with a rookie quarterback. I don't see Aaron Rodgers going there. We joked about Fitzmagic going there. I, I don't see that. Who else goes there? It's not. I, I personally, and Juan and I talked about this last week, their quarterback for next year is not on that roster. No. No. And then no I way. look at the rookies coming out this year, and I'm not impressed with any of them. Well, Juan and I talked about this last week. I'm not impressed with any of the quarterbacks in college right now. They might be able to go get Drew Locke. I'll take Daniel Jones over Drew Locke any day of the week. No, I, I agree with that. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, yeah, I, I don't know your, who else is going to be there. Your best bet, the best bet that Pittsburgh has is Trey Lance succeeds, even though he's already fucking hurt, and Garoppolo goes free and he goes to Pittsburgh. That's, that, I think that's their best case scenario. Or, or 
Geno Smith balls out over the next four <laughs> weeks, and then he becomes the new Matt Castle, right? Yeah. I mean, but you got you got options. I, I still think you know the Deshaun Watson thing. I could see him in Pittsburgh. My concern with that is that I'm still not convinced Miami believes two was their future. I think you're right. I mean, just judging by the offseason rumors that we heard, right? Not only offseason rumors, still going on. Yeah. I mean, and I can't say that after watching Tua. And I think Miami's a more forgiving city than Pittsburgh is with what happened. Huh, that's interesting. Because when you think of Super Bowls, what do you think of why? Wait, what? When you think of Super Bowls, what do you think of? When I think of Super Bowls? We were at the game. No the song you... that they sing at the Dolphin Stadium. Oh God! I was oh, going to say this sounds like a Luis thing. <laughs> the fins up nonsense. Yes, and they <laughs> sing this song at Dolphin Stadium. When I think of Super Bowls, I think Miami Dolphins, and I'm like, I think of the Saints winning a Super Bowl in Dolphin Stadium. <laughs> but uh, last okay. I checked, we had the '92 team or '72 team. Excuse me. I was gonna say uh, they must have written that in the seventies. Yeah, I don't, I don't know when it was written, but it was annoying. Um, so, okay, uh, Friermuth, which is the the, tie, the rookie tight end in Pittsburgh, who's, who's Patrick? Yes, uh huh. Or Evan Ingram, Patrick, Patrick. I'm taking, I'm taking, I'm taking upside, right? Like, I, I'm, I'm asking you guys. I don't know. Ingram's been on the decline. Like I mean, for years now, I, I'm with I'm with Wani. It looks like he's a blocking tight end now. Even when they have nothing, they're not throwing him the damn ball. So, so further proof that I was fucked in that trade tells me everything I need to and, know. And, and and another thing with Evan Ingram is the his biggest problem right now isn't his skill level. It's that it's he's, he's on got my team. that soulless. No, he's got that soulless ginger calling the offense. I've been waiting. That's I've been waiting for him to bring up the offensive coordinator. I can't talk about the fucking Giants anymore without him fucking mentioning that. Took you long enough. <laughs> fucking asshole. <sighs> sorry. sorry I, I sorry. had a frustrating day at work today, and, and finally it's... All right. So who, who are we talking he about? He hates redheads. He he hates redheaded people. Oh, you're soul- you're dead to me. Juan. There's soulless gingers in his in his mind, and therefore he has a thing for uh, Garrett and Andy Dalton. What about redheaded women? You can't hate redheaded oh, women. They are they are they are the hell oh no man they they are they are man, they're firecrackers baby yeah I mean there's nothing not awesome. <laughs> About a beautiful redhead woman. That's all I'm gonna say. So, does your wife listen to this? I don't know. Oh, then never mind. <laughs> we're, we're gonna leave it there. <laughs> Sorry, Aubrey. <laughs> anyway, continuing anyway. on. And, and, and to be clear, Aubrey, it's nothing he did. It was me, but I don't want to. You know, whatever. <laughs> he was there, and I don't want to implicate him on something he didn't do. I know nothing. I know nothing. Um, so we're going to go on the other spectrum here. We're going to go to the AFC side of the ball. Okay. Something more near and dear to your heart. CEH. Uh, CH injured. Yeah. Williams. Boy, I mean, I, I'm, I'm slightly shrugging because I give shit. They all suck, right? Whoa, whoa. 
I, I am, this team has made it to two Super Bowls in a row. Yeah, and who did, did we do that with? Uh, did we win one with Ceh? No. You're shrugging like your Chiefs don't matter. I don't. I don't know. That's why I'm trying to get a read on this this reaction here. I'm mad because we had Kareem Hunt. If he just didn't kick white girls in the face or whatever he did. Oh, so it, it, if it had been another race of a girl, if it had been a Hispanic girl, you would have been okay with that. I I'm not saying I would care. Well, you anymore. made it a point that it was a white girl. I'm not saying that I would care any more or less. Uh, so you're saying society, society would be okay if she wasn't white? A hundred percent. Hundred percent. You just have to look around and see that. It's not. I'm not saying it's right. You're saying I still have a starting running back. Juan, you, you want to weigh in on this? Because I, I mean, I, we all know I ain't gonna be president unless I run for the uh, party. Um, but I, I, I mean, I, I want to be coach one day, so I got to be careful what I say. <laughs> so okay, so. You're saying that Hunt should never have been cut, and you were okay with what he did. No, Randy, no, no, you, wanna, no, Randy, no, you think no. you should weigh in on this one? But anyway, um, no, but 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 seriously, let's get back to this. Right. Ch hurt probably done three to four weeks minimum. Yeah, Williams has been good in in here and there. Do you think this is a chance for this offense to kind of get things going a little bit? To me, as as a big Chiefs fan, no. Um, this is going to be more of the same, right? I think, look, look the, the better thing that Daryl Williams will give you that CEH doesn't give you is he is going to be a between the tackles, one cut, and, and he's there. It doesn't matter if it's open or not, but it, he's going to hit the damn hole. Um, that actually benefits this offense to a degree. Uh, what I do think is going to help is having McKinnon a little bit more of a hand specialist uh, as a change of pace back, mm-hmm. uh, which, look, CEH was dubbed this great receiver in college. He was. And he did really great well. Great school, national championship. Yeah. I saw, prolific, I saw him, I saw him take over. offense in college football history. I saw him take over a national championship game and it looked amazing. I was very excited to have him. It's part of my Chiefs organization. The quarterback has something to do with that too, but whatever. But um, I, I, I hear Kansas City has a decent one. But eh, he's all right. what he's not doing is he's not, they're not throwing him the ball. Correct. Like, the reason that we were so successful with Damian Williams to win a championship game, which Damian Williams was arguably the MVP of that game. I agree. Is because he could run it between the tackles and he could catch the damn ball outside. But how much of that is. And we're getting out of the dynasty part of the fantasy football party. But how much of that is that offensive line is not the same as it was during that Super Bowl? Run? As, as 100%. And, and how much of that is CH has to block as opposed to be able to go out to, to, to catch the ball because that off- I mean, sorry, that offensive line is it's not it's as bad dog. as Pittsburgh. It's not as bad as Pittsburgh's offensive line, but it's Saints Carolina awful when we didn't have coaches. <laughs> okay? Right. So it does need help. But, I mean, it's not as bad it, to me as it was last year. It's gotten a little bit better. I don't know about all that. No, I'm but, just saying. I, but you're, you, not, you watch, you're not wrong in that you, assessment. You, you watch him more than I do. But but back to the – are you excited about Williams? I Do you think there's potential no. for Williams as a starting running back in fantasy? Yeah, I mean, he's a back-end running back too. Okay, Juan? Yeah, there's, uh, there, there's potential there for the next – four, three, four weeks or however long CH is going to be out. Um, but I, I think that offense is really kind of 
you know, just plug running back in and succeed anyway. But they're just not running a good offense right now. That's the that's the big issue with that with the team right now with Kansas City is they're just not playing good offensive ball. Yeah, I would you know agree. when. So I, I will say, given his pedigree of college, mm-hmm. okay, and that he went to such a great school, <laughs> I think he has the potential to be a very excellent running back. Daryl Williams. Daryl Williams. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I'm selling high on Daryl Williams in Dynasty. I mean, I'm not buying, but I do like the school he went to. What would you pay for him? Let's hypothetical running back needy team one. Hypothetical running back needy team. What are you paying for Daryl Williams right now? Okay, I'm the guy to ask because I am a running back needed team here. Um, but no, honestly, for him, with, but that's all another story. Honestly, I would. I would give up a third round right now for him. And it would hurt me to get countered a second because I I think I would eventually have to take it, you know, but it's only going to last me like what, four or five weeks. weeks. So I'm, you know, so it's, it's really thinking about, am I, I'm giving up a second round pick, which I know would be the counter for four weeks, you know, and that that's, that's not worth it, but for a third. Okay. I'll, I'll do it for a third. Okay, but conversely, if you're the owner of Williams, are you giving mm-hmm. him up for a third? Knowing no, the no. team that you're playing against or, or the, the team that's that's wanting that trade is running back needy. I I, no. I think I'm seriously looking at it though, because But would you counter with a second? Of course. Yeah. But okay, they yeah. said no, I third is as high as I'm going. Because honestly, I'm well, not making the trade. I would you would okay, you make the trade okay. for a second? I, I'm that spiteful, spiteful son of a bitch, right? That <laughs> he's better on my bench than in your starting lineup. Yeah, and for a second, I'll make that trade. But I'm looking at okay, so what for what, either a second or a fifth? Because we all know I like my fifth round picks. But <laughs> but and, and again, it depends, right? I mean, for a third, if it's a team that needs it, it's that asshole that comes out of me, and that's why I don't make a lot of trades because I'm like. My thought in a dynasty league is on my bench is better than your starting lineup. Yeah, but see, I don't. What do you, what is Daryl Williams ever going to be? Nothing. Nothing. At least I'd rather have a shot at a third round pick that could turn I, into I, I, a, I agree a with starting you. I, wide receiver. Again, I'm not the example of someone you should follow. We all right. know this. Well, but I, I like that's that, but that's what I'm saying. Like I'm trying to think through it logically now. Would I actually do this in reality? I don't know. But logically, I think I'd rather have the third-round pick than Daryl Williams. Ultimately, yes, that is the right move to make. <laughs> but and, and unfortunately, I'm talking to Juan here. If I can fuck over Juan and not let him and, and make him go like 0 and 16, I will take that opportunity. <laughs> and he Thank would do the same to me, bro. Huh? Yeah, I said appreciate that. Thank and you, you would do the same to me, i.e. the Ingram trade. <laughs> See how this all comes back around. Hey, it's not it's not wrong. <laughs> so okay, at the end of the day, to recap, CH injured, you're not excited about Williams then. I'm not. Okay, so if you're the CEH owner, you're just looking someplace else? You're looking more of a booker, possibly? Yeah, I'd prefer Booker. Right okay. now, uh, and, and in a dynasty league, it's hard to make these calls because most of these players are not there. But 
Yeah, well, you're going to have to make a move. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I'm the CEH owner, and depending on my bench, would I be willing to pay a second? Probably. Okay. Your boy, Quentin Cephas. <laughs> yeah, he's injured. injured. Yeah. Uh, how, how? I don't even know. How, how long is Shoulder he... injury, we don't know. Yeah. Probably looking two to three weeks minimum. You know who's coming back? Tyrell. Tyrell Williams finally he, coming back. He can kiss my ass at this point. Uh, I would well, trade him for a fifth-round pick if anybody offered it to me. I would make that deal. Yeah. I think he ends, ends the year strong. I, I think Watts picking up his phone right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Let's but, do this. Uh, so you were high on Quentin Cephas, right? You've been high on Quentin Cephas. Until that Randy conversation, you might have changed your tone a little bit. But No, I didn't realize he, he was, he was a, a male abuser. Right, like I didn't think he had that kind of issues and baggage, but yeah. turns out he plays football. <laughs> Therefore, you usually beat women on the side. I guess I don't know. <laughs> so it seems like man. man. So Quentin Cephas goes down in Detroit. Are yeah. you looking at any of the receivers, or is Detroit an offense you're staying away from right now? No, I'm looking for opportunities, and okay. I think that uh, nice dynasty opportunity. Would be to go get Quentin Cephas. Right? So you're still targeting Quentin Cephas. I am. Yeah, I think the talent, talent. Okay. Um, does he have the mentality? I don't know. Uh, how much am I willing to pay? Again, third, fourth round pick. If I can do it right now, he's injured. Uh, great time to go uh, snag or maybe uh, switch out an aging veteran for uh, some upside. Juan, what are your thoughts on Cephas? Uh, nah, right now with that, with that team, I'm staying away from that team. I don't like anything about the Detroit Lions right now. He, he doesn't like Jared Goff. Like, he thinks it's all shit. Well, I, even though DeAndre right. Sift is, I'm sorry, playing fucking amazing. Balls out. What do you what, I was hey, trying Ron, to keep it clean. Okay. I'm not trying to fucking curse whole, on this podcast. This whole thing's not been clean. Well, what do you think uh, is going to happen with their quarterback situation next year? Oh, I, I think they're looking at their future. I, it, it's, it's not. It's not golf. I agree. He, he doesn't I like mean, golf. I don't think they like golf just, right now. They got a yeah. first round pick in order to just take over golf's contract. I mean, come on. Who wouldn't take that opportunity? Yeah. And let me see what I have for a year because I can walk away from this contract at the end of this year. Yep. Oh, sorry. sorry, microphone. Yeah, I mean, I think Detroit's another one of those teams that, you know, but, uh, but they, even, they, they may go. Go ahead. They could go a quarterback, you know, in, in the draft, but also like like you said, um, with San Francisco, if Jimmy G's not there, you know, if he's expendable, why not bring him in and you can get rid of Goff? You know, and you have you have whoever you draft, if you're gonna draft a quarterback next year, I'd rather have that person learn under Jimmy G than freaking Jared Goff. Agreed. So in a dynasty situation, though, right? We're not talking about this year. Mm-hmm. We're talking future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Given that scenario, let's say Jimmy G comes in next year. Is Quinn Cephas somebody you're interested in stashing for next year? I mean, you know where I stand. I, I know I'm, you do. I'm, I'm asking Juan. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, I, w- I would pick him up. If I could get him for a third or fourth round right now, yeah, I would, I would take him. Hoping that their quarterback situation gets better next year and it's not – not golf. Okay. So let's, let's go one step further, right? I believe Jimmy G still has one year left on his contract. If you're San Francisco, you got uh, Trey Lance on a rookie contract. 
it doesn't cost you anything to put Jimmy G on the bench while you see what Trey Lance has or vice versa. Yeah. If you're San Francisco, are you really getting rid of Jimmy G next year? If you want to do what's right by the player, yes. It's the NFL. It's a fucking business. Right. Well, Ryan Fitzpatrick's going to be a bit. <laughs> Leave it to the white guy to bring up the white quarterback from Princeton or Harvard or, or where the fuck he went to. I think he went to Harvard. Some school I would have never been allowed on the fucking campus to. That's where he went to, okay? Um, yeah, I okay. mean, I, I don't okay. put it past him. The, the one thing that, that Chad needs to understand is that Fitzmagic is like, what, like 60? It's, and it's, he just broke his hip. It's, it's tragic, first of all. <laughs> 73, yeah, and he's, got a, he's just yeah. got a new hip. That's, that's a, he just broke his hip. He's just got a new hip. <laughs> oh. Dude, like, like my mom, my grandmother didn't last that much longer after she broke her hip, okay? <laughs> And moving back into fantasy sports. <laughs> Love you, Grandma. Love you, Abuela. Russell Wilson out for the next probably four to six weeks. That sucks. Gino, Gino looked good. Gino looked better than Russell Wilson in this game. I ain't gonna lie. Well, now, that being said, Ronnie Lott amputated his finger in order to be able to play next week. I don't know what Russell Wilson's problem is. But apparently he's too much of a pussy to just amputate the finger and go out there and play. Uh, I would be too uh, if it's a throwing finger. It's a finger. We have. He has nine others. He still needs it to throw the football. It was on his throwing hand. It's and arbitrary. did you see it? Did you see it? I don't think a finger. You know, I don't think it's supposed to bend that way. But I don't think my elbow's supposed to bend the way that it did at Tough Mudder either. But I'm still here. This is true. I'm still able to podcast. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> he makes a little bit more than we do. Uh, doing all the more reason, all the more reason to cut the finger off. Again, no. It's it's he. Ha- it's a hand. It has five of them. You can afford to lose one and still throw a fucking. Not like he can. Uh, whatever. Not like he can. He runs the ball anyway. He's not really. A I saw player. it. They all started booing uh, when he got injured. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it's you, they're, they're, You know. Eh, I'm out. I'm out on. Seattle. They have good beer there, though. I will say they have some good. Elysian is like the worst of them, and that's the only one that's made it throughout the country because this fucking country likes IPAs. Fucking douchebags drink that shit. But anyway, that's just another point. Uh, so Russell Wilson injured, yeah. right? What are your thoughts on you have uh, Metcalf and what? I was saying go one. Oh, so hold on. Metcalf <laughs> and Lockett, and I know somebody who's a Lockett owner, uh, and Carson yep. and all of this other weapons that they have on that team. What are your thoughts on there, Juan? Um, I'm still high. I mean, I I saw uh, pretty much the end of that game when, when what's-his-name came in. And like you said, I mean, he looked good. I mean, he looks like he can run this office. I mean, they may dumb it down a little bit for him, but, whoa, I mean, I'm not going to. I'm, I'm not going to go there, man. That's not right. Oh. I think it's right. Have you? Have you? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I it's, think right. it's very right. <laughs> but how much? But okay, we'll get to you in a second. So I don't want to cut you off. But you're saying that he looked good, and I agree with you, right? That's why I said that. But how much of that is the defense was prepped for Russell Wilson, not for Geno Smith? It's not like they're the same quarterback right. that you just interchange the two. One is talented, the other one is. Eh. 
The other one's made on four fucking teams. Yes. <laughs> so how much of it is that they didn't have that 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 film on him, right? Concern yeah, and, or not a concern, or, or or am I overreacting? Which has been known to happen once or twice. I think you might be overreacting just a Nobody little bit. Nobody asked your opinion. Yeah. Sorry. Well, you're going to get it anyway. <laughs> it doesn't but, matter. What you... <laughs> Sorry, I had to go. I had to go to the rock on us right quick. So, all right, go ahead. Um. And, and for the but, record, I'm only two drinks in. This is, has nothing to do with the alcohol. <laughs> so, oh man, you're only two drinks in, and you're like this much on fire. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. First of all, this is fantasy football. This has no place for religion. So, this is religion. Let's be real. EPL is religion. This is, you know. Sorry, go ahead, Juan. Uh, I don't even know where I was at. Uh, Geno Smith being the best, the next best great quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. So, um, what the hell is his name? Geno Smith. Yeah. Not Geno Toretta. I know you were thinking Geno Toretta. Yeah, out of the U. Jeez. Wow, <laughs> no, had a horrible game in the Superdome against Alabama, whose national championship has taken away since then. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was thinking about Geno's. I was actually thinking about Geno's pizza actually for a second there because I'm kind of hungry. Why not Geno's? Uh, uh, Geno's Philly <laughs> cheesesteaks. <laughs> While we're at, I mean, when we're talking food, Geno's Philly cheesesteaks. I hear are pretty fucking good. Although I hear the no, tourist but, trap, uh, but, anyway. I, but, but getting back onto the back onto topic here, because uh, <laughs> I don't know how we got on the we're food. Fifty three minutes into this, and we've been on topic most of this fucking podcast. But okay, go ahead. <laughs> uh, I think the talent level around him is good enough to uh, warrant to, to keep him uh, to keep him as your starter. I mean, I'm not moving lock it off of my uh, starting lineup. Was he in your starting lineup this past yeah. week? Yes, he was. You sure? Uh, yeah, I believe he was. Fucking Tyler Lockett. No, he wasn't. He wasn't? He, you text me on Thursday saying, watch Tyler Lockett go off for 50 points this week, and I didn't start him. Oh, that's right. I was going to put him on, but I, I, I got to it like 20 seconds after they started the game. Juan, you, you that's gotta, what Crystal you, said. You, you got to learn what I did, man. You can't, you can't second guess Tyler Lockett anymore. Hey. I was playing against them this week. It was the right move. It was the right move. No. Well, it, it actually was the right move because, you know, he was like the worst uh, wide receiver option that I had this week. See, I'm looking out for you, Juan. I told you it was not the right move to make. Mm. Yeah, I don't, I don't, That's my story. I'm, not I'm buying sticking that. to it. I'm like Diet Dr. Pepper. <laughs> not buying that. Okay, so, <laughs> Chad, what's your thoughts on all of this? What the fuck are we even talking about? <laughs> Seattle's offense. Yeah, it's, which, get, you know, it's, it's going to be fine. You'll be fine. You know what? Tyler Lockett, wide receiver one. Uh, what about DK Metcalf? He's wide receiver 1.2. No, like, look, okay, I'm, I'm done oh, doubting Tyler Lockett. Oh, I'm done. But over the last two to three weeks, Metcalf has been the number one there. It's only because I'm on the Tyler Lockett bandwagon now. <laughs> right? I cannot win with this. But, Neither can Juan. But again, Lockett, Lockett was hurt. Lockett's uh, coming off. Okay, so is Lockett the off. new? So is Lockett the new Larry Fitzgerald? We all give up on him, and then he just proves us wrong. I can't, I no, I'm not, I know because I'm not giving up on Fitzgerald. I mean, on on Lockett, <laughs> dude. I 
And for the I record, I think Juan still does have Fitzgerald on his roster, but that's one of the story. <laughs> I have been on Lockett's jock since I drafted him in our league. And he's fi- finally they they throwing it to him. It's impressive, man. Finally. But throughout this time, he always goes after other wide receivers. So he's been on his jock, but he's kind of been flirting with other receivers. I'm not I'm not gonna lie. Like Juan's got a pretty damn good track record with receivers. Right? Like it's been pretty impressive. OBJ. Uh Lockett. Who else you got, Juan? Blackman. No, let's not go there. Oh, that was a great trade. Oh, that Blackman trade. Oh, Oh, no. We were at a baseball game. (laughs) Playing a game I've never played. So we're at a baseball game, right? No. So you're bored. I'm in, I'm in, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a not well-versed in the, 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 the things of this world type of thing, right? Okay. Apparently these two Heathens that I'm with, I like to gamble, right? Yeah. Because I don't, I don't like to, I'm not a big gambler, right? I'm probably kind of a bit of buck here and there, but I'm not a big gambler, right? <laughs> but I'm with these two heathens, Dan and Juan, who apparently like to gamble on how far the umpire can throw the ball towards the mound. Okay? Wow. So apparently, <laughs> there's this gambling thing you do at baseball games. At the end of every inning, the umpire ends up with the ball, and he throws it. And you bet whether he can hit the mound or not. Huh. Yes. We may have been partaking of a couple of adult beverages while we were doing this. No. And while we're doing this, these two assholes are doing fantasy football talk and, and trades. <laughs> yeah. And they traded Blackman. Who got Blackman? Juan kept buying rounds of drinks. I'm not, I was kind of like, why is Juan buying all these rounds of drinks? After the trade went through, I understood why. So you got rid of Blackman? Yes, I got rid of Blackman. Nice. I wish that guy would have panned out, but... Say love you. But my, my point being, yeah, when Juan speaks so you're about not wide receivers. Worried about, you're not worried about. So if you have Metcalf or Lockett, you're starting in the next two to three weeks without question. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That was a nice unison, yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's the only thing you guys have agreed upon. That's no, not true. You so. guys have agreed on everything. It's kind of boring this on this side. I have to play devil's advocate. I'm not a big devil's advocate <laughs> fan. I, I like to kind of go with the flow. Y'all are making me, you know. I almost said that with a straight face. Yeah, I was gonna say. So the last thing I have on my list of things to discuss with you guys. Juan brought it up at the end of the True Dat podcast. Don't be a John Gruden. John Gruden gone at the Raiders. We're not here to discuss the reasons that he may or may not be gone. Just be careful with your emails. Delete the fucking things. Does it concern you, right? Derek Carr has had an okay career, but it's been better with John Gruden. There's no disputing that. With Gruden gone, does it concern you on Ruggs or Carr or Jacobs or Drake or uh, Hunter Renfro, uh, Darren Waller? Any concerns? Fuck the Raiders, first off. Take your Chiefs cap off. No. You you do, you get to do it with Atlanta. I get to do it with the with Atlanta Oakland. sucks though. They oh. have bullshit for talent. They have what quote unquote is the best quarterback in the South that is not even the fifth best quarterback in the South. Okay, Taysom Hill I think is a better quarterback than he is. I have a, a, a organization that's been running itself into the fucking sewer for a decade. The Chargers um, are are bouncing back. 
Yeah, I'm not talking about it. the Chargers. Uh, are fine, Chargers are fine. <laughs> Fuck the Raiders. So, anyways, so this lovely organization, uh, which I couldn't be happier that they got shit on because their coach left and went in, down in flames. Who didn't see that shit coming? Um, I mean, how racist do you have to be to get fired for emails you sent ten years ago? That you sent it, you you wrote it down on an email. You looked at it. You read it twice, and you went, "Yeah, I'm I'm sending that." And that should get you fired. That is so <laughs> stupid. So stupid. So, yeah, you know, it's the Raiders. So, okay, what, what do I think is going to happen now? Um, they're going to lose their quarterback. Uh, Carr is going to be somebody's backup. Maybe he'll go to uh, Pittsburgh next year. But I think that they kicked the tires on Mariota. I don't think that works out, and I think they're back in the game looking for somebody else next year. Are you done? I'm done. I'm done. Hate the Raiders. I would have never guessed one. <laughs> okay. I wouldn't go with that extreme. I was like, but I don't know how I to would... follow that one up, but okay, let me try. <laughs> um, but I would say on that team, only two players that I will keep as of right now that I would still have on. And that was it's Waller and, and uh no, no. I mean I've got Rugs on my team, so I, I got to keep him. But I think, I think he his numbers are going to go down over the next few weeks. Um, but it would be uh, the running back. You think Jacobs is still going to be there next year? Yes. Yes. He's still on a rookie contract. Why would you get rid of him? Nah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And he's not only he's on a rookie contract; he was a first round pick, so he's got a fifth year option. I wonder if they pick that up, though. I don't. I don't. I don't see them picking that up. I do. You do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He has injury concerns, but you brought in King on Drake to help with that. And it's working. Yeah. Well, and, and you got Peyton Barber. So I'm sorry, who? Right. The, the guy that, oh, well, Jagruden's not there anymore. That, that might hurt his value. Okay, so I have a question for both of you guys. Obviously, you guys, one of you is very uh, hell-bent against the Raiders. And the other one is very passive on, on the Raiders. Hunter Renfro. I, I've always liked him. I, I thought he was a good receiver at Clemson. He was a good, like, Edelman type of guy to me, right? In the NFL, what's been your thought on him? What's your take on him? Is he a start? Is he a no start? I go back and forth. I I start him. I I start him in a lot of leagues that I have him because he's a – well, I, a lot of leagues I have him. I start him in a lot of leagues, a lot of deeper leagues I have him mm-hmm. because he's that – like third or fourth flex option that is not going to goose egg you, right? He'll mm-hmm. he'll usually do low double digits, but mm-hmm. that's all I'm looking for out of that flex. Okay. So. Um, he's a he's a bye week starter for me. Okay. I mean, other than that, he's he's never hitting my starting lineup. Okay. So I mean, I I think a lot of people want him to be like the second coming of Cooper Cup, but he's just not that guy. I was about to ask that question. I, that, that was the follow-up question. Is he Cooper Cup two or three years from now? Is he what Cooper Cup was two to three years ago? I haven't heard those comparisons, right? Like, like, Well, he's white, so that's the first comparison. Right, but the thing about Cooper Cup is that he runs the route so well. Edelman. Welker. Uh, but, but he does it on the outside cup does no no I, i'm just 
Yeah, but I mean that's that's the difference to me is that do do I think that um, Renfro can go to a, a different type of offense and be used in a Welker or Edelman type? Yeah, I think that's that's mm-hmm. going to be his bread and butter is doing the be the the I'm there for you Johnny on the spot in the middle. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to get lit up, and that's going to be injury. It concerns. hasn't worked for Brassling Barrios, yeah. who we all compare to Welker. I, I agree. And I, I keep waiting for that, but I, I think uh, they yeah, got I think Crowder. you'll keep waiting for that a long time. Well, they got Crowder. I mean, yeah. they ha- they actually have a pretty deep wide receiver. But it didn't work in New England either. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, I, he had the opportunity, so. Uh, but I could see Ren. I think Renfro's got better hands. Okay. Um, than than uh, old Braxton does. So, I'm still, I'm still optimistic on Hunter. Uh, I, I like him. I think he's a good receiver. But we'll see if that plays out for fantasy. Or so not. you're looking to stash him. You're looking. Uh, are you buying into him? If somebody's going to get rid of him for like a fourth or a fifth, I'll, I'll buy him for that. But okay. I'm not. I'm not going to pay a third for him. I'd rather have some upside in her draft. Okay. And Juan. Um. So my thinking of, of Renfro would be that he could become that. He could become a Cooper Cup esque player, but it, it's it, it'll be on his next team. That's when I think he'll emerge. To be that, okay. So that being just said, I, okay, okay. So that being said, what are you giving up to try to get Renfro right now? Um, I I'll, I'll go with with what Chad said. Uh, fourth would be the max right now. I would give up. That's the highest I would give is a fourth. But if you think he has that potential on the next team, why wouldn't you give up a third? Uh, just because. Me thinking that he has that potential in two, three years isn't worth me giving up a third for it for for what I think could possibly happen. Yeah, and my, my conviction is not high enough for a third. Okay, so segue into something. We're over an hour into this podcast. You won't give up that on Renfro where you think he could be. But yet, we do that year in and year out on rookie drafts mm-hmm. for a guy who hasn't even played a down in the NFL. What's the difference? I use in, in you know Blackman, Greg Little, mm-hmm. Bishop Sankey. And these are all my first round draft picks through the years. <laughs> <laughs> we do that on first round picks, but yet on a Hunter Renfro who's doing it now, we're not willing to give up a third round pick for. What's the difference? To me, it's just the upside, right? We kind of have a good idea about who Hunter Renfro is. Mm-hmm. And are you willing to spend a third-round pick on a guy that could be, at best, mm-hmm. pro- I mean, really, realistically, the second, like the best option for him is the second wide receiver option on his team. Okay. Or are you going to take the chances of going in the third and getting a Cooper Cup, which is where I drafted him, um, or somebody else of that ilk, taking a chance on somebody that okay, you think could be a number one or a number but two? But two years ago, Cooper Cup was the number three on his team. Yeah. Even actually, no, it was it was two years ago because they traded Cook last year. They were, he was the number three on his team. Yeah, so you're telling Woods, me, Cooks, mm-hmm. so you're telling me that Hunter Renfro has the number two on his team. Is worth less than Cooper Cup as the number three on his team. 
because of the way that they're used. No, no, but you understand the question. I'm like, you understand yeah, I'm what not I'm saying. saying. I'm not saying you're wrong, but I'm saying because of the usage, right? If if you're going to start showing me that Hunter Renfro is going to be used on the outside, mm-hmm. I might change my tune. Okay. And I reserve the right to do so. Yeah. But I don't see I don't see that happening. You do that with all the other players that you think highly of. Why would you change it the other way around? I, I, I don't know if you know this. I go where the winds of fantasy blow me. <laughs> I'm going to start playing Winds of Change here by Scorpion in a second. Oh, God, no. Juan, <laughs> do you disagree with that? Am I on an island here? Um, Yes and yes and no. Like, my, See, my Juan should with, run for politics. With, uh, Juan should run for politics. Sorry, go ahead. My thing with Hunter Renfro is that, okay, the difference is, is that I have, like, the, the knowledge of what he's done over the last two years. Okay, and that to me, on that team, it doesn't warrant giving up a third. I'm pretty sure I can find something that could that does have that upside for a third. But you put him on, you know, a quarterback-driven team that is in need of that number two, and who can excel a wide receiver to be a number two. Then yeah, I. I can see where he's worth a third. Okay. But okay. on Go ahead. Go ahead, finish. No, no, no. But on on the Raiders right now, he's not he's not worth it. Michael Gallup or Hunter Renfro? Gallup. Uh, yeah, I think I'd go Gallup. Okay. Um Andy Isabella or Hunter Renfro. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> Hunter Renfro. At least he's on a fucking Renfro. starting team. Yeah. Rondell Moore, Hunter Renfro. Moore all day. Uh, I wouldn't go more all day, but I would have to pick more. Okay. All right. Just a couple of comparisons. Just, I, I just wanted to bring a different angle into – we talk about this all the time, but let, let's be realistic. Draft picks are a crapshoot, right? So, 100%. 100%. <laughs> That's all I have on my agenda. We've talked for an hour and ten minutes now, and I don't think I think we lost most of our listener listener Randy uh, about forty five minutes ago. <laughs> want anything you want to add to this? Uh, no, I'm 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 good. Chad, anything? No, uh, I I actually so running back situation in Chicago, I think is something worth monitoring. Uh, you know, I'm a big Damian Williams fan. Khalil but, Herbert, I think, is the guy you got to go after. Dude, Khalil Herbert got 18 touches, and they were trying to protect a win. I think you have to go Khalil Herbert only because I think long-term he's going to be the better solution there than Williams. I, a, again, dynasty. In a redraft, that's not the way that I'm thinking. And honestly, even in a redraft, I'm a, in a dynasty situation, I'm going Khalil Herbert. Like I said, because he had the touches when they were trying to protect the lead, mm-hmm. and so many of them, mm-hmm. I agree. So. Juan, thoughts? One's like, who's Khalil Herbert? Um, I thought it was Khalil Mack. <laughs> no, no, yeah, I, I, I can see where he, where he's coming with that. Yeah, I, just I, some, some to keep watch as yeah, we're as yeah. we're departing. No, absolutely. Right, that's all we got at STFF Ball at STFF Chad. Hey, Juan, what's your Twitter handle? How can the listeners get to you and and bash you? On on the Twitter, um, it's at Nolens J. Okay, we'll have to tag you on the on the thing. So, 
Uh, we're also, apparently, I didn't make this known, but we're available on Apple Podcasts, on Google Music, and on Spotify. So go get us, man. What are you doing? I mean, if you listen to us, you already got us. <laughs> all right, that's all I got. Tell your friends. <laughs> friend. <laughs> Tell your friend. So, okay. I, I, okay. <laughs> that's all I got. No, no, hold on. Is your boy in, in England still listening to us? I don't know. I haven't talked to him, you man. Need to, you need to talk to him? I tried. I shot him, I shot him a text. Uh, he's got a baby now. He doesn't respond to I stuff. I still we, we need to get him on this. I would love it. Because it would be awesome to have someone with a British accent. I keep... Oh, yeah. Give us and we could talk cred. to EPL during... Because we talk about Raising Cain. Why can't we talk EPL? So, anyway, sorry. That's all I got. Have a good one. Don't suck. <laughs> no, no... Nothing, Juan? No Gruden? Oh, no, I don't have anything. I used my Gruden already this week. <laughs> All right, oh, everybody. I don't be, don't be a Cody Parkey. How's that? <laughs>